0: morning, good morning, and welcome to You Are Loved. I am your host, Alita, and we're going to get started today. I hope your Tuesday is going great so far. I cannot believe it's already 10.34 here Central standard time. Um, again, I want to welcome you to the You Are Loved podcast. Um, you can check us out over on Spotify. You can also check us out over on our. You can clip. You can't clip my wings. Uh, Facebook page, and you can also. Um, I'm getting ready to start doing the uploads over on our website page, which we have not done yet. Um. So, but you can also go over there and uh, check out some of our podcasts and our blogs. That's what I wanted to say. My mind just went blank. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting these little spots in my head where I can't remember stuff. So let's go ahead and get started um, with uh, talking about, um, you know, we didn't do this from the beginning and I think we should have, but when I started this, I was just excited and I wanted to get to get it going. So let, let, let's do this. Let's talk about really what is entrepreneurship. How do we see entrepreneurship from our vision, and how do others see entrepreneurship? Um, because lots of people probably have a lot of different ways they think entrepreneurship is. You know, we think just open up a business and make money. That's it. We're just going to open a business. We're going to strive to make money and. Uh, we're going to quit our, quit our nine-to-five, and we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Everything's going to work out. But a lot of times, you guys, having that energy and ready to say, yeah, I'm going to do it. We do it, and then we find ourselves in a mindset that, you know what? I don't know if I really should have done this. I think what I'll do is I'll go call the boss and see if um, he still had my position open. Because I'm not really ready for this. So how do we prepare ourselves for being an entrepreneur? First of all, what is an entrepreneur? How do we say what an entrepreneur is? Okay. An entrepreneur is the process of discovering entrepreneurship, excuse me, is the process of discovering new ways of combining resources. When the market value generated by this new combination of resources is greater than the market value these resources can generate elsewhere, individually, or in some other combination, the entrepreneur makes a profit. Okay. That's entrepreneurship. So, I wanted to know, what is an entrepreneur? Ah, uh, Okay. And then we'll talk about the different entrepreneurship. Now. Okay. What is an entrepreneur? It is the activity of... It keeps sending me back to entrepreneur. I mean entrepreneurship. I don't know why. When that's not what I'm asking. Give me a second here. I want to know is it keeps doing that. hmm I'm sorry you guys. Um I didn't mean to uh have I all this um here we go. What was so hard about finding that? Okay, it took me about three minutes to find it. Two or three seconds. Okay. It says, an entrepreneur, that was the entrepreneurship I explained to you earlier, but let's talk about an entrepreneur, is a person who organizes and operates a business or businesses taking on greater than normal financial risks in order to do so. So, now, so an entrepreneur is a risk taker. Mainly, most of it is that they are taking a risk. We quit our jobs. We say we can do this, and we're going to do it. And then we find out later that it is not for us, that we need that money coming in on a daily basis. We need that every two weeks. We need that uh, every month, (laughs) whatever way you get paid (laughs) when you're working for someone else. Um, That is what um, you're used to, and it does take a lot um, for someone to take on trying to be an entrepreneur if you're not really truly financially ready to do it. Um, but what you can do is, I, I, I'm I, not going to advise you to quit your job and just start. Some people don't. That's fine. I am not going to tell you that. If you already have some uncertainties about what you're doing, you can definitely start it out as a side Hustle. Let me say this again. You can start this out as a side hustle. Work your regular job, but do this like on the weekends or the evening. If you have a job that allows you to do that, um, that gives you the time, because you got to remember, you have your family, you have your friends, you have your time to, to kind of uh, slow down and, and, and get your head together from your everyday job. But if you have time in the evenings or on the weekends to do a a side hustle, because that's what we want to start out as. And then if that side hustle starts to bring in residual income and it's matching or it is better than your income from your job, then maybe you should kind of slowly dive on over into entrepreneurship. Um. Because if you look at a side hustle, you're, not, you're taking risks, but you're not taking real major risks because guess what? You already have an income coming in. So it's not really a real, real big risk you're actually taking. So that side hustle might be a safe haven for you for right now. But if that side hustle, and you're really, really hustling it, and you're grinding, like they say, on a daily basis, a side hustle can turn into can turn you into an entrepreneur, a full-time entrepreneur, and you got a whole business going on and you didn't even realize you did it with a couple of, uh, with uh, one-side hustle. And even in the midst of all this COVID-19 and coronavirus or whatever, um, you're still making money. That's a good thing. That is a great thing. So... All I'm saying is, this is what I'm saying, is start out small. Start out with a side hustle and then move forward um, to actually, if you make that money, okay, you can make that money, then go for the big gusto and turn it into a business. Um, it also says, entrepreneur is an individual who creates a new business bearing most of the risk and enjoying most of the rewards. Entrepreneurs who prove to be successful in taking on risks of a startup are rewarded with profits, fame, and continued growth opportunities. Okay. Um, a characteristic of an entrepreneur. Didn't know this. Okay. I probably did. I just can't remember it. It says seven characteristics of a successful entrepreneur. Self-motivation. One of the most important traits of an entrepreneur is having self-motivation. Number 2, understanding what you offer. As an entrepreneur, you need to know what you offer and how it fits into the market. You take risks, know how to network, basic money management and knowledge. Basic money basic money management, skills and knowledge. Flexibility and you have to have a passion. Okay. Now, um, when we talk about self motivation, let's start with self motivation. Uh, One of the most important traits of an entrepreneur is having self motivation. When you want to succeed, you need to be able to push yourself. You aren't answerable to anyone else as an entrepreneur. And that sometimes means that it's hard to get moving without anyone to make you move. You need to be dedicated to your plan and keep moving forward, even if you aren't receiving an immediate paycheck. And let me say this. I tell you this, and it's very much so true. It is a struggle being an entrepreneur Entrepreneur, when you are not bringing in that immediate paycheck. Because this is not an overnight sensation, despite what people say. Overall, it's not always cookies and candy for an entrepreneur. Some of them start out sleeping in their car, they've lost everything or they risk everything. And they're starting from scratch. They give up everything. And they wind up sleeping in their cars trying to get started, sleeping on benches, just trying to get started, sleeping in the basements, trying to get started, sleeping at home with mom and dad, trying to get started, or family members, or friends, you know, it affects everything. You are a risk taker, and you want to be successful, and you want to have a good support system, but you have to understand, this is your decision. Number two. Understand what you offer. As an entrepreneur, you need to know what you offer and how it fits into the market. Whether it's a product or a service, you need to know where you fit in. That means you need to know when it's time to tweak things a little bit. This also includes knowing whether you are a high-end, middle-of-the-road, or bargain. Being able to position yourself and then adjust as needed is an important part of entrepreneurship. Where do you fit in? Where do I fit in? Am I high? Am I low? Am I a good discount or a bargain? Where do I fit in? I need to find out where I fit in with my entrepreneurship and the service or or product that I have. Where do I fit in? You know, you got to ask yourself that question. Number three, take risk. Successful entrepreneurs know that sometimes it's important to take risk. Playing it safe almost never leads to success as a business owner. Let me say this again. Playing it safe never leads to success as a business owner. I'm gonna have to use that. That is a good comment. I'm sorry, I got to write it down. Because some people have to see it to believe it. Okay? Let's see. Um, Let's see. Here we go, let's see. Playing it safe. Um, never, almost never leads to success as a business owner. So let's keep that in mind. Okay, it said it's not about taking just any risk, though. Understanding calculated risks that are more likely to pay off is an important part of being an entrepreneur. You'll need to be willing to take a few risks to succeed. Now, um, I'm thinking right now about one of the small side hustle businesses that I do. Um, It's called CV CV Photography. What I did was about. mm, Maybe about four, five, six years ago more. I bought cameras. Because I love taking pictures. I love taking pictures. So it actually started out as a hobby. But I know I didn't have all the proper training. And dealing with cameras. I know I didn't. So. Instead of me taking classes, which I didn't do, I just started taking pictures. <clears throat> and somebody saw them and said, would you take pictures for me? Okay, so I did. That was my first gig. But I've had my cameras for years. And I really didn't do it to, to, for the money. I did it for a hobby. But it turned out that I made money off of that. And that was the very first time I actually did that. Then I was invited to um a uh oh then I was invited to a um fashion show in Georgia, in Atlanta, Georgia, and I went out there, my sister lives in Georgia, so I went out there and I was actually able to take some beautiful shots. Okay magnificent shot I was shocked at my camera I was like did my camera do this did I actually take these pictures they were beautiful and I'm not just saying that if you want to look at them you can go over on CB photography Facebook page and you can see the actual pictures I took I was shocked I'm serious you guys because I didn't think I could do it but they came out so beautiful and I've been having them online for the last couple of years I just didn't do anything with them. But what I do know is what I could have done was just put me a portfolio together and say, look what I did. I took these shots. You know, I love taking pictures of old churches. I know that I could go across the world looking for old churches and literally taking pictures of them and put together a church, old church, um, table book that can turn into something more, um, I can turn it into a tiny book, sign it, and, you know, make money that way. I have writ, I have have done two books. I did a book called Black Love where I got a whole bunch of... I had about five or six black couples together. And I put it in a book. And I actually did... I didn't sell any because you know why? I did it through... um, And this is just me. And, and it was a risk-taking thing that I did. Um... I use the website Blurb. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Blurb.com. And I found it very expensive um, using it. And um, my book costs more than what I thought it should. So really, I would have to sell it um, in order to make a profit. I would have to sell it um, maybe at least... Mm, maybe about 10 to 15% higher in order to make a profit off the book. Um, and, I, and I thought, you know, okay, so if I paid this much for this one book, I'd have to sell it twice to get the profit off of it, which I haven't done it. I really haven't. And you know what? It just reminded me of something I could do. Just another thing that I haven't actually delved, delved into. Um, I did a little book about my dogs. Um, I did a picture book about my dogs. Very little cute, little baby. thirteen, fourteen 14 pages. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember how many pages it is. Um, but I did that book. And um, I, uh, I... Another book I didn't do anything with. But it would be a cute children's book. If I would just do the right thing. So, I'm telling you this is because... These side hustles can really turn into something lucrative if you just do it right, okay? So, I'm just saying the simplest things that just went through my mind as I'm talking to you guys, I mean, is like, what? Why didn't I do this? And so, I know I have the ability to make the money. I just, certain things I'm not concentrating on and that's because I have this plethora of great ideals and great business um, ventures that I haven't really really taken a risk with did you hear what I just said I really didn't take a real good risk with but it's not like they're not sitting there and I can't dust them off and use them they're there I can do my own stock footage from the pictures I've already taken. Can you. I mean think about it. I could literally do my own stock footage. And probably sell my own stock footage. Just. Because of all the. The, the pictures I've already taken. You know. Um, so. I get fascinated by that. I'm sorry I didn't want to go off on a tangent. But I just thought I would share that. You guys. with That story with me. And then. Having this epiphany of. Wow, why did I do that? And not that I can't still do it. Okay, Um, number four. We just talked about number three, and that was taking risk. Number four, and I hope that story didn't kind of confuse you. Number four, know how to network. Knowing how to network is an important part of entrepreneurship. Sometimes who you know is an important part of success. Being able to connect with others and recognize partnership opportunities can take you a long way as a business owner. Figure out where to go, networking opportunities, for networking opportunities, and how to make a point to learn how to be effective. Okay? So, we know that networking with other people, talking, finding out what people need, what you can get from other people, partnering up with people. I could do a ship with ship. I mean, a photo shoot with several other people and, you know, gather together our information and really, really work it. We can do that. I don't have a problem with networking. I'm somewhat pretty good with it. I'm I'm able to connect people with other people. I don't know where that sort of like a gift, but I've been pretty good with that. Um, My record stands pretty good with being able to network or connect people with people that they can you know work with um I've had one or two flops but majority of it I'm being able to hey I got somebody that you might can talk to and I'm able to do that and you have to be a people person too number five basic money management skills and knowledge all right this is my weak point you guys this is where I need help um This is where I try to learn a lot about my product, how much I should charge for it or my service, Um, um, making sure I'm paying my taxes. All of that stuff is very, very important. Um, uh, What is it going to take for me to do a project? How much is it going to cost me? What is my return on investments? Am I paying all the things that I need to pay? Am I turning in all my tax information? All of that. And it's good to have an accountant, it's good to have a, C- or a CPA that can help you in those. And I know when you're starting off, it's not that easy um, to be able to afford all of that, so take your time. There's YouTube videos. There's so many other ways that you can find out information if you can't afford a CPA at this time. They have YouTube videos where CPAs certified are talking about how to set up your business. So, you guys, there's no excuse. You can do this, okay? Now, (coughs) we often think of successful entrepreneurs as big picture people who don't worry so much about managing the day-to-day. And it's true that you might have an accountant or other team members to help you manage the business however if you want to be successful you should still have basic money management skills okay and knowledge understand how money works so that you know where you stand and so that you run your business on sound principles that means you do not you have a petty cash you have a balance statement and you have account receivable. You need those, you need those are the principles. Make sure you have. Okay. Know what your balance sheet says. Know what your in your overhead, your expenses, um knowing what's accountable, what's receivable, your debit, your credit, all of that you need to know. Okay? And those are basics. Okay. Now, flexibility. Number six. Flexibility. To a certain degree, you need to be flexible as an entrepreneur. Be willing to change. And you know what? Lots of times we're not willing to change what we do. Now, I'm going to say this. When you figure out what you really want to do and you know that you have to adjust, don't keep doing the same thing over and over again and then you realize this is the reason why I'm not making any money. You know why you're not. But I am not ready to make a change. I can't do it. It costs too much. I can't change my hours. I can't change my team. I can work with these. We've been friends forever. These are the things that we say in our minds when it comes to not wanting to change. You guys, you have to step out. You know, we talk about Christianity, we talk about spirituality, and we talk about all these things, but we're not willing to take a risk. And that's what entrepreneurship is about. So when you say you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to understand it comes with risk. And changing and being flexible is one of those, okay? Changing it up, and I think what's happening now with the COVID 19 and um, the ideal, a lot of people had to sit down and revamp their plan. And we talked about that at the beginning revamping your plan to make sure you're able to maintain and make sure that you're able to change up what you're doing now so that it can reflect on your profits. Okay. I'm sorry. I just had to say that. Um, Stay on top of your industry and ready to adopt changes in process and product as they are needed. Sometimes you also need flexibility in your thinking. This is an essential part of problem solving. You want to be able to find unique and effective solutions to issues. Now that we are in a situation where um, we have the COVID-19, for instance... We knew that hand sanitizer was a big thing. So, if you're in business like I am, which I am in soap, bath, and body, I knew it. I sold my hand sanitizer. And the crazy thing is, I didn't even realize in my stock I had hand sanitizer. I didn't even realize it until I went back and looked through all of my inventory. And I was like, oh my God, hand sanitizer. And I sold every bottle that I had, yes, I sold all my bottles of hand sanitizers, didn't even realize I had them. And you know what I didn't do? I did not, let me say this again, I did not uh, hike up the price. What I did was, I just sold them in two ounce uh, bottles, two ounce bottles. And what I did was, I sold I sold them at a cost where people could afford them. I sold them in bulk first, and then what I had, I individually sold. So I had, I was selling them for $2.50 for the two ounce, but because if you bought more than one, I only sold it to you for $2. That's how I did it. Okay. And I was able to move product. Because that's what I was trying to do. Okay. Move product and make a profit. Now, to some people, 50 cents off was probably a lot. But I knew at the time there was a desperate situation. So, I had to be flexible. Right now with my soaps. um, uh, The small bars of soaps are only... Their, the regular price for them are two fifty, but I'm selling them now two for four dollars. So I'm taking fifty cents off. So just imagine if you buy two bars, you get a whole dollar off. And that might be like, wow, where is she doing that? Why? Wow. <laughs> because I know eventually I'm gonna have to go back to my original prices. But right now, and I know in a situation like this, um, people are being taken advantage of. And I'm not going to be one of those entrepreneurs taking advantage of my customers, Okay, Gow- price gouging them. I'm not going to do that because I know there is a long-term and I know there's an end point, And that end point is I'm going to get my... My, my price is back where they belong, and my customers going to continue to work with me and to buy my service and my product, okay? That's how I look at it. And, you know, you don't have to, but that's just my example. Okay, passion. Number seven is the last one. <coughs> Excuse me. Passion. Finally, successful entrepreneurs are passionate. They feel deeply about their product or service or mission. Passion is what will help you find motivation when you're discouraged and it will drive you forward. Passion is fuel for successful entrepreneurs. If you find yourself losing your passion, that might be a clue that it's time to move on to something else that stokes your passion. But you got to be careful when you're doing that. Because you're flying from one thing to another, to another, to another, and you're not being successful. So, that also depends on what you consider success. Okay? So, maybe it is alright for you. Once you lose your passion on that one thing, okay, let me try something else. I'm going to go start washing windows. Okay, my passion for washing windows is over with. I'm going to go uh, clean cards. Okay, that passion is over with. But what I'm saying is you can do that, but just be careful when you do that. Because again, you're taking risks with entrepreneurship, okay? Now, it says there are many serial entrepreneurs that create successful businesses, sell them, and then create something else. So you can do that, okay? As you consider your characteristics, think about how to better develop them to help you become a better Entrepreneur, And this was written by Peter Dason, okay? Um, and uh, very interesting. I love that. Love that. So I am definitely going to share this. I used to go and share this information over on, you can't clip my wings because I think it's very important, okay? So, you guys, I want to thank you for hanging out with me today. Um, Happy Tuesday. Um, You guys stay strong in the midst of all this is going on. Stay safe. Be diligent and be passionate and flexible. And remember, you are a risk taker. Wear your badge proudly. Bye-bye. Again, go over and you can't clip my wings spotify and anchor anchor fm you can also listen to us over here all right so thank you guys